0: Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. This is
1: the Rusk Report, a program that takes an inside look at Western New York with news, features, and special guests. Now, here's your host, Brian Rusk.
2: Welcome to the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. We have an international program today as we blanket 17 of the United States and much of Canada. Our guests today are active with the Chamber of Commerce. We have the past president of the Chamber of Commerce in Gravenhurst, Ontario, Bob Collins. Also with us is Sandy Lockhart, and she's the executive director of the Gravenhurst Chamber for the last three years and also. Involved with marketing, we have Chris Hammer with us today. A little bit of information about our guests. Sandy Lockhart has experience as an entrepreneurial family, public relations, parent education manager at the nonprofit Muskoka Family Focus and is editor of the Muskoka magazine. And she has given her this has given her unique skill that has been able to be used at the Chamber of Commerce. Bob Collins, raised in southern Ontario, studied air conditioning at Fanshawe College, London, Ontario after high school. He began a career in the lumber business in 71 with Beaver Lumber as an area manager trainee. He moved to several locations and was promoted as manager of even larger stores to region manager in Manitoba. And we're in Muskoka, Ontario today and it's beautiful it has beautiful foliage, it has beautiful trees and hills and hundreds and hundreds of lakes. Let's talk about the vastness, the size, the enormity of Muskoka, Ontario.
1: Well, the, the, I mean, it, it's good. There's no question. We've got um, a lot of variety. I mean, definitely cottage country. I think we're known as cottage country far and wide. Um, there's the land of many lakes. Uh, we have a lot of high-end cottages in our market, I would admit. Um, and construction of cottages and other buildings is made construction of one of the biggest employers in in our area. So. Um, we're thankful for that, and we're thankful for the people that come up. It does mean that the economy is somewhat seasonal um, because uh, of the influx of people coming from outside the area to enjoy their 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 vacation homes um, and condos and uh, resorts. Yep, I have. Uh, so it's. I mean, I don't know what to say about Muskoka. I live in Muskoka. I, I like Muskoka. I mean, I I can't imagine I'm not not being here. So, uh, uh, yeah, that's, I, I can't say any more, Brian. That's where I,
2: I think. <laughs> I, I you're you're speaking from the heart. Yes. Sandy?
3: Um, well, I've got a little information. that We have more than 80 resorts in Muskoka, everything from the luxury all-inclusive to family-run lodges to quaint, like historic B&Bs and Rustic So while we have a reputation as while we have a reputation for being uh, uh, high-end, there are still places for other people to come and, and enjoy the Muskoka experience.
2: Okay. Well, you know, you talked about the Muskoka experience. I've heard of the Miracles of Muskoka, Muskoka magic. What is that all about?
1: Gosh, I, th- I don't know what the miracles are. I mean, we um, we do have a place called Torrance uh, Barrens, which be magical um, it's uh, where the night sky friendly uh, happens um, it, you can see stars it's just a great spot to see them people go at night uh, different times of the year and, uh, and and Gravenhurst has been attempting to become a night sky friendly uh, town uh, where uh, there are some bylaws on what kind of lighting you you are allowed to have or not allowed to have so that uh, we do not uh, pollute the sky with, uh, with lighting. So I don't know if that's the miracle they're talking about, but anyway, we do certainly do have that.
3: And the magic of the lakes. So you can get in a boat oh. and go forever and ever. Not forever, but easily you can get in a powerboat and go for a boat ride all day long and not have to cross or pass the same area a second time. So and when you get in your boat you can go to a restaurant, you can go to a golf course, you can go visit friends, and that's just really, really unusual, just the, the size of our lakes and all the amenities that are available once you're in a boat heading out on the lakes.
1: I have, have yes. To, okay. You don't have to go very far south of here to get on a lake and then a river and then you can go to Europe. <laughs> so you can you can literally get there uh, by water and uh, that that's kinda kinda unique.
2: Yeah. Very good. Well, it's beautiful. I've been coming up for five decades, so I know what it's all about here, and we always like our listeners in New York, Ohio, Pennsylvania, New Jersey, learn about the beauty and magic of Muskoka. Um, Wild animals. I once was golfing, and there was a big moose next to me over at uh, Windermere uh, watching me uh, tee off, (laughs) and I've seen a lot of fox on the golf course, too. Let's talk about the animals that people see around here. Well,
1: golfing and seeing deer is certainly a common sight uh, When, uh, when it, I don't think it matters. They, I mean, there's wild turkeys all over the place. I mean, we have a, a, a couple of top ten golf courses in Gravenhurst, which we're very fortunate to have. Uh, one called Taboo and the other, Muskoka Bay. And uh, when you're on either one of those courses, there's you're almost guaranteed to see wild turkeys and deer for sure. Uh, people talk about bears. I mean, if bears have not been a problem. Uh, and, and it needs to be emphasized that they aren't a problem.
3: If you're uh, lucky, you catch a glimpse of a bear. Yeah, That sort of way. Of and I've
2: been up here 50 times and I've never seen a bear. No. So so I think we're, we're,
1: we're fine for, for wild. I mean, there's lots of birds... There's there's um, tra- hiking trails everywhere, um, and and which some of them become snowmobile trails in the winter. So uh, we talked a little earlier about the seasonality of the business, but uh, it is a good place to come in the winter. Uh, there's lots of lots of happenings. We have a big winter carnival up here. Um, we have radar races for snowmobiles out on the ice. We have just all kinds of things and so yeah it, it's
2: not just a summer place it's it's an all-around place Did you want to say anything else about the animals around here
3: no that's good I, it's the birds but had yeah, the birds i agree
2: okay and again we're happy to have chris hammer who's involved with marketing for the gravenhurst chamber if you have anything to chime in you're more than welcome to
0: yeah i think the one thing i was going to add to you about um gravenhurst in particular is i find that it's one of the only places, um, maybe in Ontario, if not Canada, that you can, uh, enjoy recreation, I think 12 months of the year. Um, like Bob had mentioned with hiking, um, you know, through your spring, your, your summer and your fall. And then in the winter, I mean, the lakes freeze. I know we're, we're Canadians. I mean, you can get out on any of the lakes and play hockey, shovel off the snow, um, snowmobiling. we got snowshoeing, we got cross country skiing. I think, You know, the ability to say that we only have um, things for people in the summer. If you're a local, you know that 12 months of the year, there's always something to do. And I think that's something that we're really lucky to have. Uh, And as a town, we really like to emphasize and we really want other people to know, you know, like don't, you know, don't only just plan to come up here in July and August, you know, come up here in January or February and enjoy the snow, uh, put some snowshoes on and kind of go get lost in the forest. So um, it's something that we're just really lucky to have. And, you know, it's something that I would like other people to know.
2: Now, if somebody is listening in New York, Toronto, Ohio, Pennsylvania, and they're thinking of coming up, is there a website um, or a phone number or email address you'd like to share?
3: Experience Gravenhurst? Experiencegravenhurst.ca is the website, and anyone is welcome to phone us at uh, 705-687-4432 at the Gravenhurst Chamber, and we will do our best to get you a great Why don't you repeat
2: that phone number again? Uh, for someone Seven, who might yeah. be marking it down. sir,
3: sure, 705-687-4432. And again, the website is com.
2: You're listening to the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520, blanketing 17 states and half of Canada. We're doing a program today up in Gravenhurst, Ontario, at the Chamber of Commerce office with Bob Collins, Past president of the chamber. I met him at the Santa Claus Parade, which is a wonderful experience. Also with us is Sandy Lockhart, executive director of the Gravenhurst Chamber for the past uh, three years, and Chris Hammer, who's a marketing specialist. If you have any thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet letters from our Canadian and European listeners, as this station has received letters as far away as Scandinavia and New Zealand. One plug here, ESPN 1520 is streaming. You can listen live by going to our website, ESPN1520.com, and clicking on the radio.com or listen tab. Western New Yorkers love their traditions, and the Ampo Legal has been writing about Polish-American traditions and events for over 50 years. News and features from a Polish-American perspective can be found in this weekly newspaper, as well as recipes and a calendar of events. Don't miss out on the next cultural presentation or polka dance by reading the AmPol Legal. The AmPol Legal is available in many Tops and Wegmans stores. For home delivery, call 716-835-9454. That's 716-835-9454. Get the latest news from Poland and Polonia in your mailbox each week. I'd like to thank those who've called regarding NASA astronaut Bill Gregory, Ken Abramowitz in Manhattan who's involved with the Save the West project, and Andy Golombieski with the Polish American Congress. Coming up we're going to have Matt Stevens with the Honor Foundation and Harold Besnos of Michigan about anti-semitism all on the Rusk Report. A little bit more information about our guests. Sandy Lockhart, a longtime cottager, moved to Bracebridge for her first newspaper job but soon moved to Gravenhurst. That was over 30 years ago. She's a dedicated Gravenhurst cheerleader who wants to help the community grow and thrive and Bob Collins purchased his first store in Manitoba in 83 then Ontario in 91 came to Gravenhurst in 2004 and moved to the new location facility in 2010 and that's the home building center Gravenhurst Ontario let's talk a little bit about economic development how it's going what is new what is exciting I know Bob's been active with us for many years and Uh, Sandy's here for the past three years, we have Chris Hammer, Marketing Specialist with the Chamber. What's new and exciting with economic development in Ravenhurst, Ontario?
3: Um, We're really excited, we've had a really successful spring and summer. We've had uh, two great new restaurants open, a furniture store, a shoe store, a new fashion store is opening in the next few days, uh, a mechanic. In fact, it's really challenging to find space to rent or to um, purchase uh, for commercial businesses. So we're really excited about that and it's just been a busy, bustling summer.
1: We also have, if uh, you're aware, we have the wharf area down, uh, down at the waterfront. Um, there's a new program that is going to regenerate uh, the wharf project. Uh, there's been a person hired to uh, kind of spearhead that, uh, and uh, that's just starting now. So I think there's going to be good things going on down there as well. Uh, so we're, we're, we're very excited about that. Um, we talked earlier a little bit about seasonality. Uh, from my conversations with people and in my own business, uh, the, the last number of years, um, we have not seen the, the huge spikes. Uh, that there was. I mean, it used to be when winter came, business kind of ceased, but that's not the case anymore. We seem to be um, it's not as busy in January as it is in July, no question. But it's not dead. So uh, I'm pretty encouraged about that, and I'm hearing other folks in other businesses uh, saying much the same thing. I think Ravenhurst is the is the place to be in Muskoka. I think that uh, we, are, uh, we are doing better than and some of our neighboring communities as far as uh, growth. Uh, so, um, but so, so yeah, it's all good news. Mm-hmm.
3: Um, a- another interesting thing is there's a, uh, a $4 to $5 million dollar investment taking place at the wharf with the steamships and a new um, experience, steam experience mm-hmm. building that's going to be open year-round, and that's in addition to the museum. So again, that's a way to... Um, offer more all year long,
2: and those are beautiful boats, the Seguin and the Winona. Yeah. Beautiful boats. I've been on them, and you can have a meal on them. And I think particularly of excitement as the fall foliage. Uh, maybe we could talk about why people from Buffalo and Cleveland and Rochester and Newark should come up here in mid-October uh, to see the leaves.
3: That. That might be the magic of Muskoka. We that were could about. be
2: the magic.
1: Um, there's, there's no... I mean, the colors are fantastic. I mean, they really are. Um, we, um, we get a lot of buses, busloads of people that come up and come through the whole of Muskoka to see things. Um, one of the other uh, national park <coughs> events that's in Gravenhurst is um, the Norman Bethune House. Which is where he was uh, raised. He was a, a pretty famous uh, Canadian uh, surgeon who was in uh, China for uh, a number of years, and uh, he's revered in China, actually. Uh, and so, there's a lot of a lot of Asian people come here to visit uh, Bethune House, and they come in the fall when the colors are all out. and uh, um, that doesn't mean there's not room for all the rest of you folks who want to come, because there certainly is, but yeah, it's, it's, you can't describe it. You have to come see it.
2: Let's talk about the increase of property values. I know the people who bought a cottage 50 years ago now, they, they sort of struggled to pay the taxes, but their cottage may be worth 10, 12 times what they paid for 50 years ago. And so the property values I think have increased a lot. Let's talk a little bit about that Bob Collins and Sandy Lockhart with the Gravenhurst Chamber of Commerce Ontario.
1: Well, they're not making any more waterfront land available. I mean, it's becoming used up and as it's uh, the world runs on supply and demand and as there's uh, less supply of waterfront property, the demand goes up. And, and therefore the costs go up. Uh, but real estate across the country has been, has been uh, moving at a pretty big pace and, and Toronto certainly has gone up much like Vancouver uh, which means that some of the folks that are trying to get away from their busy lifestyle in the city um, have been able to sell their properties for a uh, considerable amount of money and we are still in an area which is less expensive than the city. They're able to put some money in the bank and buy a place up here and, uh, and, and retire so uh, uh, just as I'm starting to make it sound like people are retiring up here, although that's true, I'm really happy to say that our demographics age is going down, not up, so we are not becoming just a retirement community. We've got a lot of young people coming up here, mostly for the lifestyle, and it's a little less, it's definitely a slower pace than than the city, and uh, we just need to make sure we can find jobs for them all, and, uh, and we're off to the races.
2: Now, Chris Hammer, who's a marketing specialist with the Gravenhurst Chamber of Commerce, is a young man. What appeals to you as a young man to be living and working in Gravenhurst, Ontario?
0: Uh, I think for me, I came from a small town in British Columbia, so I always, you know, had the small town mentality. It's always uh, really appealed to me. Um, Somewhere like Gravenhurst, I really think it's the community feel to it. Um, You know, everyone's willing to help their neighbor. Um, you know, everyone smiles at you when you're walking down the street. Uh, you know and that we're all in it for the same thing. Uh, I think when you live in a city, uh, you know your neighbor is a stranger to you. Uh, if we're here, you know, they're your friend. Um, so I think that's just something that really appeals to me overall. In knowing that, you know, if I need firewood or if I need somebody to point me in the right direction or if I need a contractor to come help me out at home, um, I know that I'm going to get uh, somebody that's reliable, um, and hopefully a friendship will come of it. So, I think just all those things play a huge factor in why it's so nice to live in a place like Gravenhurst where, uh, you know, I can really just entrust my neighbor and the community to uh, move towards the same goal.
3: And socially, like, there's the brewery with events almost every night, and there's uh, the big dodgeball group, and there's skating, and there's hockey, and in and outdoor things, and lots of social things for that
2: age, too. Very good. We're learning a great deal about Gravenhurst. Ontario, the Muskoka region, and the beauty and opportunities for economic development on the Rusk Report on ESPN AM 1520. If you have thoughts or comments, please write to Brian Rusk, ESPN Radio, 500 Corporate Parkway, Suite 200, Buffalo, New York, 14226. We always greet letters from our Canadian and European listeners, a little bit more information about our guest, Bob Collins is past president of the Gravenhurst Chamber and board member of the Muskoka Builders Association for many years and Sandy Lockhart has been the executive director for the Gravenhurst Chamber of Commerce since August of 2016 and we're happy to have Chris Hammer, marketing specialist for the Gravenhurst Chamber with us also. Uh, Let's talk a little bit more about the lakes, the 1600 lakes in the Muskoka region and what you can do uh, spring, summer, or fall on the lakes, or even do some snowmobiling on top of the lakes when they're frozen.
3: Um, yeah, the lakes are what draw people. Even when you go up in the sky and you look down, uh, like by airplane or because there are airplanes coming to um, Muskoka now, the quarter airlines have flown in. But when you're up in the air and you look down, you're overwhelmed by the number of lakes you can see in such a small area. Um, there's you can paddleboard on the quiet lakes. You can go on uh, canoe trips on the smaller lakes and go camping. And as I said before, you can take your, your big powerboat and go exploring. I'm a big water ski fan, so I think water skiing and wakeboarding is a great thing to do on the lakes. It's just a, an amazing environment, no matter. And sitting on your dock and looking at the lake. That's pretty, one of those magical experiences, too.
2: I was fishing at Taboo on the dock, but I didn't go catching yesterday. (laughs) Robert, talk about the lakes. Oh, boy, the lakes.
1: I mean, this is... There are places around the world where you can have these big sandy beaches and they're busy and people with blankets and umbrellas and things all over. That's not Muskoka. Our lakes are, are... in the middle of rocks and trees, and, and and not to say there isn't any sand, but it's just different lakes. It's different kinds of water. It's dark water. It's clear water. It's clean water. Um, we have very very little pollution in a, in our lakes. So I mean, it's it's a different kind of, of lake, yeah. and 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 they're. Go ahead.
3: When I have relatives who came to visit from Europe, they were shocked that there's no garbage floating on any of the lakes. Like if you're out on the lake one day and you see something like a can or a piece of garbage, you pick it up because it's so rare. So they were just amazed that all these beautiful waterways and there's not garbage floating on it. It's clean.
1: There is a lot of people that are very, very concerned about keeping the water that way. So whenever there's any kind of a development that's proposed, or somebody is just trying to build a, 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 a residence on, on the water, um, the rules that you must follow to make sure that you're not con- polluting the lake are very stringent and there are people uh, going around, There is some students make a fairly good summer living going around the lakes and stopping at absolutely every place, every cottage and taking a water sample out in front to make sure that if there is any phosphorus in the water that they know that there's maybe a leakage or something coming from that place and they go and do every single one. I'm sure they don't get it all done in one summer, but they're going to all the different lakes and doing it. So yeah, it's it's important to people up here, very important. and uh, And that's why they are as clean as they are, because
2: they're
0: being monitored.
2: Very good. Do you um, use the lakes, Chris, a lot? Yeah, I do. You, uh,
0: I mean, I'm, I fish a lot. Um, and I think, he, you know, just to reiterate what both Sandy and Bob said, I think uh, it's vital to us to keep the lakes clean. Um, you know, fish need those clean waters to survive, and fishing is a huge part of our recreation here. So it's just something that just keeps people here and keeps people visiting. So I think it's just as important as ever.
2: We're going to be in the snow season in a couple months with a few minutes left on the Rust Report on ESPN AM 1520. Why should people come here where there's a foot, two feet, or three feet of snow? Why should they come to Gravenhurst, Ontario, other than to see Bob Collins at the Santa Claus parade?
1: <laughs> well, if they come here and there's two or three feet of snow, then they're coming from a long ways away, and because we have snow usually, and they're coming to get on their sleds, uh, to get uh, going to the the trails on their snowshoes or on their cross-country skis, or just simply walking through. I mean, I know from when I'm trail walking in the winter, it's I find it much more enjoyable. It's quieter. It's just it's white. It's pristine. It it, it I like it better than than even walking in the fall. But but. Uh, there's lots of things to do. I mean, we have all the restaurants. We have all the the hotels, the accommodations. So um, all of that is is great. You can get out in the daytime and get as cold as you want to be, and you can come in at night and sit by the fire and and, uh, enjoy the heck out of it.
3: And I think, again, the Muskoka magic. Sometimes when you go outside at night and the moon is sparkling on the snow and you just see and you hear you hear nothing and you see the snow sparkling or in the daytime when the snowflakes are falling down and it's just that silence and it's beautiful it's just it's worth taking a look again and again.
2: I'm sorry we have to come to a close on the rust report on ESPN AM 1520. We thank so much Bob Collins past president of the Gravenhurst Chamber of Commerce in Ontario, Sandy Lockhart executive director of the Gravenhurst Chamber, and Chris Hammer, Marketing Specialist with the Gravenhurst Chamber. It's a beautiful area. We encourage all of our listeners throughout the East Coast of the United States and much of Canada to come to this little hidden treasure in Gravenhurst, Ontario. Special thanks to Kevin Carr, Director of Production, for the past 15 years, and thank you for enlightening us about the magic of Muskoka, Bob Collins, Sandy Lockhart, and Chris Hammer. Have a great week.